Welcome to the Random Tea Gotham Podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And today we're talking about Season 4, Episode 2, The Fear Reaper. Well, I guess the title Scarecrow was already taken. I, yeah. I mean. They, they shot their load on the titles. <laughs> In Season 1, they were like, oh, he you prematurely titled. say that. I did say that. And you're not remotely surprised. You're welcome. <laughs> this is the qual. Oh, okay. This is the quality content that... For some reason, we're number one on the iTunes Gotham search. What? How did that happen? I honestly don't know. I, I was, my first instinct was like, well, everybody else stopped podcasting it because it sucked. That's true. <laughs> That's a true statement. It's better this season. It's way better this so, season. Well, so far. So, so far. We're only two episodes in. Yeah, but we're two episodes in. And I think Gotham season three would have fucked it up by now. Well, and I've, I think uh, I've already lost the Enigma. Because I said he was coming out episode one. Uh, oh, shit. I have it on a Did weird you... text file on my desktop. Okay. I need you to check that for me. A boom. You said episode one. Yeah. So I'm already done. I got episode three. All right. So we have I've already won, episode. though. Not, mm, no. Okay. So you're saying unless I pick the exact episode, I don't win. Well, yeah. Because if it come out in episode two, would you have said that I won? No. Exactly. No. Right. Okay. Okay. I don't but think you haven't can, lost. I don't think. No, I haven't. And I don't think they can keep them. You haven't lost. Gone much longer. No, but I whatevs. I don't, I don't think they can either. Um, before we get too much further, we really want to apologize. Oh, for the lateness. There was an internet outage across the entire massive southeast for charter with spectrum. our ISP. Our, our there was it was massive. It was not. Just me. It wasn't just Queenie. It was me and Queenie and our, our, our friends, friends downstate. My mom and randomly California and randomly California. We're not real sure what that had to do with anything, but it was yeah. massive. It took up half the day, which meant we had no time to to rewatch. No time. I literally to just research. kept refreshing Netflix, and I was like, "No, but it'll play." <clears throat> but no, it wouldn't. No. Um. So yeah, we didn't. We really Plus, we could, even we if we recorded, we couldn't upload it. Yeah, even if we had recorded, there's <sighs> no way we could have gotten out there it was to awful. you guys. So we're really sorry. We hope it won't happen again. Um, Thank you for your thoughts and prayers in this difficult Thank time. Thank you. The truck just got here. No, but like it was it was scary. I don't do well without we internet. We couldn't even game. No, no, I don't do well without internet. We could not even game. Um, I didn't know how was, to can. I, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. Um, what it did like, I do? Why don't it work? What did I do? Oh, I tried to play Fallout 4. Okay. That's, I just played non-internet. Okay, I think I played Assassin's Creed. Well, Fallout 4 was not internet. Yeah, but that's, that's odd. You don't generally play that. It was in front of me. There you go. I started over again, but. Of course you Of course did. I hadn't played it in a year. That's true. So. Anyway, yeah, we're really so, sorry. Sorry um, about that. This so will not are. be our normal. No, this is not normal. We, it was totally out of our hands. So there was nothing we could do about it. We couldn't record last night because we have, like, daytime jobs and shit. Yeah. Again, um, the offer is if you want to fund us. We're there for that. Yeah. You know. Literally. Anywho. Uh, so, this episode is... Is that a pup? Okay, that is a puppy at my feet. Okay. I'm just trying to see if I was kicking you I or don't the dog. I think it was as good as the opener, but it was not... Such a drop off in quality that I got mad. It was the storyline was still cohesive. Yep, there was not a ton of Jim, <clears throat> not a ton of of Jim that I found so dumb that I got mad at. Except one scene. 
that was totally gratuitous and unnecessary. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get um, there. Will we, though? Mm. Ish. Ish. We can discuss it, but we're not going to get into a lot of detail on the recap because I don't want to trigger anybody. Yeah, that was really not... We'll get into seeing that character, but we won't get into the logistics of the scene. If you're if you're worried about that, um, we know that could be triggering to some people, yeah. and we absolutely don't want to do that um, with anybody. So, and in, in light of recent events, it's yeah, so, personally yeah. upsetting too. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, but it was a it was a much more cohesive uh, not episode much, than than their typical episode. We've got a lot of feedback this week. Yay! Um, you're so, listening. You're out there. We're so happy. Yeah. So I'm ready whenever you are. All right. So uh, this was directed by Louis Sean Melito, who has directed <laughs> who's directed a couple episodes, uh, one in season two, one in season three. Nothing that like stood out. Um, but I did, for your benefit, type out that he had directed a couple episodes of Lucifer. I don't know which ones, but you know, have have at it. Yay. With being excited. Um, written by Danny Cannon, who is our EP, mostly a director, but sometimes a writer. And I think he did a good job. Yeah. Good time. So I think I like Danny Cannon. If they can maintain this momentum, but we get, we go through this every season. I'm, well, but I think honestly it would have fallen off by now. And like season three was a mess. True. So. So then again. I'm so cautiously optimistic. Season one and season two. But anyway. Pieces. Yeah. I think season three was a wholesale mess, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so we start out and, um, the police go to the crane house and, um, they're looking for Jonathan and they find the lab and they're like, well, this is where the toxin was made. And so, um, they find a uniform for the asylum and do you want to address the asylum thing right off? Okay. Yeah. Let's go ahead and talk about that. We had so- Someone mentioned... I think it was on Twitter, wasn't it? I think somebody on Twitter. I can't remember who it was. Somebody... I can look it up. Yeah, see if we can Because they deserve it. recognition for... Somebody mentioned something about that. They were we like, talked was about it Arkham? Jonathan was in Arkham Asylum, but somebody yeah. was like, I don't think it was actually Arkham. So when we watched this episode, we were looking for any sign to tell us, yes, it was Arkham, or no, it's not Arkham. It was Catherine. Okay. Catherine, we appreciate that. Um... Because it, it made us begin to question. Because we were like, no, it's totally we assumed, Arkham. We, we assumed. Uh, what other criminal asylum is there? We could not find. But was it a criminal asylum that he was in? It looked like it was. The signs on the wall called it. That did not like n- look like a normal like mental facility. That looked no. like a criminal facility. It did look very cell-like. They referred yeah. to the guy as the warden. Right. Um, the signs, however, said... Gotham Asylum. Gotham Asylum. Not Arkham. Nobody referred to it as Arkham in the entire show. It's kind of bizarre. But in the show description... It says Arkham. It refers to as Arkham. So, like, I was like, did they lose the rights to say Arkham? But it's in the show description, and that's written by the show. Yeah, it's really... But it's conspicuously weirdly changed. Yeah, I don't... No. So I don't know what's going on, but I assume it's Arkham. And again, I go back to how many criminal asylums do they have in the city? But then yeah. again, it's Gotham, so there would probably need to be more than one. Yeah, but I mean, how many asylums? Yeah. How many non-criminal asylums? But if you go back, but those weren't, 
the other people who were in the asylum didn't appear to be not criminals. They didn't look benign. They looked like they could have been violent. So we, at this point, we can neither confirm nor deny. Yeah. Whether or not it is Arkham. But again, Eagle Eye Catherine did point out that I know. Was it? I know. That's pretty awesome. And we were like, uh, no, it totally was. Oh, wait, was it? Because we paid really close attention this episode and everything was branded as the Gotham Asylum, which is weird. And anytime anybody brought it up, it was the asylum. Yeah. So. Because we paid very close attention to it. And didn't you say that the outfits were slightly different? They weren't stripes. They were more plaid? Yeah, it was really weird. But then again, I mean, like. So. So I don't know. But if it wasn't Arkham Asylum, why didn't they just call it a different asylum? Yeah, like why not name it? To not, I feel like we should differentiate at the Gotham writers, and they will probably ignore us. But I will feel better. Can you handle that while I'll, I'm recapping? I'll get, on, I'll Thank get you. on that. Janya, the social media master. So yeah, um, so they notice this uniform, and it's got Jonathan's prisoner number on it, which again tells me criminal. What was it one one zero nine? I think that was my address when I lived in New Orleans. Oh my god! You no, remember? really, I think you it was. Remember that? Um, and so Jim sees a scarecrow, and he's like. And they go look at it. And it's this guy, Grady, who we saw in the previous episode. Um, and he's screaming that the scarecrow is coming. And I'm like, again, that was very convenient of Jim to be like, let's look outside at that yard ornament. But, you know, it's Gotham. And we do logic leaps for the sake of brevity. So there you go. Um, so we go to Alfred. Who's <laughs> there bailing out Master Wayne. <laughs> tweeted thank you um and so uh and if you really want an answer tweet them again listeners not you oh i was I'm, like i'm I looking at you i'm looking at you but listeners if you really want an answer on the is it is it arkham tweet the gotham writers uh that would be at gotham tv writers there you go i also added gotham cool and then hashtag gotham that's awesome just to cover all the bases thank you okay um we might want to ask, uh, oh, God, what is his name? The cop. Joe. Joe the cop. I knew I wanted to be like Jim the cop, and I was like, no, that's wrong. Let's see if I can. Um, and so um, he's brought one of Wayne Enterprise's top lawyers, because, you know, Bruce is in jail. And um, Bruce is like, no, no, this is what happened. And he, I could have taken him. And Alfred's like, sure, honey. And this is when Jim comes up, and he's like, this is when he was like, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. No. And uh, Bruce is like, it wasn't breaking in. And he, he was like, I was on the roof looking for Selena. And we're, we're all like, yeah, no, that's plausible though. And so Jim's like, go on. And he's going to release him. And he, he, he like, tells him he's going to, we're going to talk about this he later. Does the whole hand around the <laughs> neck shit. And then you and I had to have a discussion because Alfred's mom Right. Jim is dad. Yes. Because Harvey is stepmom. Yes. And, and Lucius, Lucius is stepdad. stepdad. Yes. Just so we're clear. Bruce has a lot of parent parental figures. Not For one a, of them are. To, to a have woman. a lack of parental figures. He's got a lot of parental He's figures. He's got a lot of parental figures. <laughs> They're all irresponsible and kind of dumb <laughs> in their way. But, you know. So, yeah. Maybe that's why they didn't go the Lee route with him having, like, Lee Tompkins yeah. as, like, a yeah. a mother figure. Because yeah, she would have shut a lot of this shit down. That's so true. 
there would have been no like but alfred so true so yeah um and so uh this is when bruce and alfred leave and um this guy grady continues to scream in his holding cell which again is inexplicably in the middle of the room and there's only like two holding cells i still don't get that that's real dumb it's i think it's just to have them out there to you know further the action without having to do a new set well okay so we've seen i think it was back in season one um that set is a built yes set it's, it's like three, three stories, stories tall. yeah it's they huge they built they use it a lot but they do it it's an actual it's a cool set built set they don't really tear that down and put it back up it's a full yeah they move their three, desk I, around or they wanna, did for a while in season one they did it's not i would say 360 set i think it's a uh, three-sided with one, yeah one end is open yeah so but or it might be a three no i think it is a three yeah because we've set. seen the angle yeah. from yeah yeah from They're like very proud of jim's desk they but should be but it's very um narrow yeah like like cathedral it's very cathedral like it's very church like yeah. it's got the high ceilings it's so. very airy in um, order to, to have the it's kind of well lit but also kind of dim i really like that set it is a great set if they ever change it i will riot well, I thought they moved their desks for a hot second, but you were like, no, 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 no. Harvey's They finally stopped moving the desks. Um, so we go to what is presumably Arkham. I'm going to call it that for lack of a better anything, because I think it is Arkham. And until it's confirmed that it's not. Yeah. I, I want to continue going with it because. Especially, uh, although I will say, I still don't understand why Jonathan Crane is in Arkham. That, we don't know that he's beef. been violent. That's the beef. But we have no evidence of any other asylums in gotham so because to me that means he's been violent for the sake of not tripping up every single time let's just call it arkham cool um and so the guards are, are putting the prisoners to bed for the night and this is when uh <laughs> i was like as a the warden as a security person i was like oh this should never have been allowed to happen um the warden is just burning shit and there's a shredder and there's a shredder, and I was like, okay, we're not going to be, timeless not, whatevs. Not, not Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. No, not that shredder. No. <laughs> I love that you went for that reference, though. Thank you. You're welcome. That's my childhood. Yay. Um, and so Scarecrow shows up with, with a scythe that he has, like, cobbled together. It you looks, noticed. It looks homemade. It's Yeah, which is kind of even creepier. Yeah. And so um, he goes after the warden, and um, he's like, oh, it's too late now, and... Basically, you did this to me, and um, the warden's immediately like, oh, shit, you're Jonathan Crane. Did he, though? BT dubs. His father did this to him, though. So. Yeah. And so he's like, um, basically, he tells them that I'm different now. I've overcome my fear. Have you? Have you? Have you? And um, he's like, okay, well, you could just leave. And the phone rings, and he... Um, uh, Jonathan slash Scarecrow smashes it and he's like, Oh, I cured myself. And you're like, Again, did you? I don't think you did. And so, um, he says that he feared the Scarecrow and now he is one. And that was his cure. And, um, this is when the warden somehow has a gun, but then he gets dosed with fear toxin. And you're like, Okay. Yes, Johnny. So she's, she's doing a face. Facing your fear. Okay. Is supposed to be the typical therapy for phobias. For example, if you're afraid of flying, a therapist will work with you and then you go. They will ease you up to fly that. into a plane. 
depending how severe your fear is. Because I think I think some of the and I'm not up on current therapy techniques, and I do not even play one on television. But I think depending on the level of your phobia, sure, sure. I think in some cases they'll just be like, no, you just stay away from that thing. Sure. Um, but there's also, um, there. Uh, okay, so a phobia. A phobia is, is an irrational fear, right? It's an right? irrational fear. Right. So say if you're afraid of falling out of an airplane and dying, I don't find that to be an irrational fear. No, it's a thing that happens. It's if rare, you, but you, it could happen. If you fall out of a plane without a proper parachute and training, you gonna die. It's Yeah, but it doesn't happen a okay. lot, but it could happen. But it could happen. Um, however, what's... Uh, Scarecrows. Scarecrows, not necessarily a rational fear. Not really a rational fear. So, yeah. um, just to, I don't know why I felt the need that I needed to describe that. So, Scarecrow's fear, or Jonathan's fear, is of the scarecrow, which, by the way, is damn scary. It is. It's fucking creepy. Um, but again, he's got that toxin in his system, and he's at 11 constantly. all the time. He wakes so, up like Caitlin does at 11. um so him becoming the scarecrow so is he no longer afraid i don't think so or is he still at 11 or as he has he transferred his quote-unquote fear to craziness you think it's just full-on psychosis at this point yeah i think maybe he almost again i don't even play a psychiatrist on tv but maybe like a break type thing to maybe like disassociate from disassociation yeah disassociation i'm familiar with like he couldn't live with the terror Uh, anymore so he became the terror it's a way of controlling the terror exactly yeah yeah um which i intellectually i understand that yeah yeah i get that i'm not gonna dress up as a clown though but then again i don't have a full-on phobia of clowns i just don't like them and they're creepy clowns are creepy I mean, I will grant you that. Especially in our current cultural zeitgeist kind of deal. Fucking it. Um, That we're going to have to see, though. Okay. We may have to see that this weekend. And you have to see it with me because I can't see it by myself. Have to. We have. I have to. You know how I am. See our it podcast. Um, But the thing is, I don't have any phobias well to i mean like and i i I go up and i words Uh uh-huh i sometimes feel that i'm there's something wrong with me that i don't i don't think a lot of people have what they would consider a phobia they have things they're not not happy with like oh i really don't like spiders or snakes or whatever it might be but i don't know that a lot of people have a full-on phobia yeah. Okay. So there, I think that really that's the point I'm trying to come around to is there are people because phobias all, are extreme. Well, I mean, and there are people who go, "Oh, it's my OCD," and I'm like, "No, no, it's that's, not. That's not OCD." Yeah. Um, and people go, "Oh, I have a phobia." No, no. That's, that's. Do you have not, a physical reaction to yeah. it? Um, no. Which um, actually, I read something interesting that the new American Horror Story season. You know all the promo pics with, like, the honeycomb brain and stuff like that? I'm not familiar. Well, apparently it's bringing to light people have phobias of, like, the small puncture wounds. And it's kind of bringing that to light because I think one of the characters on the show has that. And people are like, 
oh my God, I'm not crazy. That's a thing. So again, representation matters the more you know. <laughs> so, yeah. I think so this, this is a full-on phobia of Jonathan's. This is a full-on phobia. Well, but Jonathan is chemically, Jonathan's phobia is chemically induced. Although, if I remember correctly, didn't he feel uneasy about the scarecrow before he was even dosed by his dad? I think that just, like you said, it amped it up to 11, but I don't think he was ever like, scarecrow and me buds. Yeah, no, but he was, it was what he was looking at when his father superdosed him. That's true. So, he fixated on it. Yeah, it was a fixation, so. All anyway, that yeah, to say. All that to get back to. Poor Jonathan. I feel, re- like a lot of Batman villains, I kind of feel bad for him because he was fucked from the beginning. Yeah, Jonathan didn't have a chance. No, like he was just fucked. But again, he's a full-on psychosis uh, yes. case, whereas Penguin doesn't. <laughs> yeah, Penguin's, Penguin's just, just a full-on like sociopath. I just, I don't even know what Penguin is anymore. We'll get to him. We'll get to my baby, my sweet precious angel of murder. Um, and so we go to we go to um, Alfred and Bruce leaving, and Lucius is like, "Hey, bud, what's up?" And uh, I was like, I was so happy to see him. Because he's like, um, what you been doing? Because there's all this stone residue. And Bruce is like, (laughs) rock climbing. And Alfred's like, yep, totally rock climbing. Totally what we were doing. That's exactly what we're doing. And Lucius is like, okay, sure. Um, Be careful with your bullshit story. (laughs) I mean, like, go about your business. But, like, I'm not an idiot. Lucius is the smartest dude in Gotham. Just... It's true. He really is. True facts. And I was really happy to see him. Nothing gets by him. No. I was really super happy to see him. I was like, would you please protect this idiot? Um, So this is when we go back to Arkham and the warden is there and he's collapsing and he's freaking out because he's just been dosed with the toxin. And um, Scarecrow starts monologuing. And he he wanted to end fear. And I will say, this is kind of where I was... I was a little surprised at how, like, oh, my father did good. Because he was like, oh, my father wanted to end fear and blah, 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 blah. No, your father did this to you, but okay, buddy. Um, and well, so his father was insane. So This is the portion of the episode where I kind of covered my eyes a little bit. I, I had to talk you through it. And uh, because if you're new to us, I don't like the clowns. No. The creepy clowns, which no. most clowns are creepy. So, yeah, we get into a situation when we go into Halloween stores where I see a clown and I'm like, okay, but if I tell her not to look, the first thing she's going to do is look. And I know you're probably like, hey, Queenie, you dumbass. Why would you want to go see it? Again, see the It podcast. I have a lot of feelings about that piece of media. It's very complicated. It's very complicated. Very complicated. I love that book. It's a great book. Um, and it's what started it. No, no, it was the TV movie. Oh, was the mo- the well, book it, made it better? It, it was still it. it was still a thing, but I read the book as a teenager. My mom was like, "Really? You're gonna, you're gonna?" After I had finally admitted, like that's why I didn't let my bath water out for a year. She's like, "You're gonna read that?" And I'm like, "Yes." I've read it several times, and I've listened to it either. You know, it's good. <laughs> so uh, the warden has the same thing I do. He doesn't like clowns. Don't like clowns. So he starts seeing them everywhere. I wonder what mine would be. What well, What would I? See? What would your thing be? Ooh. disorganization yeah that you can't organize that would be your ultimate fear because you don't mind if you can roll your sleeves up and organize the shit out of something but it would have to be my own house and it would have to be something that you can't fix yeah. that i think would or be I'm the ultimate constantly trying to fix it yeah like sisyphus in the in the rock up the hill yeah always get right there and then it just rolls back down 
that uh, that's yeah I don't know how that would that wouldn't be a good Gotham episode because they'd be like oh my god it's slightly well, messy I could like straighten one thing and then turn around <laughs> and it be you know caterwonky and then turn back around and it's that's not entertaining though so yeah I'm sorry I'm not good entertainment it's okay I'm kind of glad you're not um and so <laughs> anyway so he um Scarecrow tells him that to face his fears and um that he's gonna defeat them and you're like okay and so <laughs> the warden gets his gun and he runs down the hallway Warden's and he starts shooting this is not gonna end well because they're not clowns they're well, inmates and he I'm just starts to- killing people intermittently and i'm trying to talk you through this yes because i was kind of like glancing away and not really looking and so um this is when scarecrow uh goes into the ward of people that the warden presumably hasn't killed yet and he's like, yeah, my dad would have freed you because you're all afraid. I'm like, not every, like, psychosis is fear-based, but okay. Um, BT-dubs, you 17-year-old kid, you haven't gotten your psychiatry d- diploma yet, so what else? I think he was 17 in the first episode, and then he's, what, it's what, like three years later, three and a half years later? So he's like... 2021 i'm gonna wiki that shit and so um he's like he starts ranting about his dad and how the gcbd killed him because they didn't understand and they're like i'm pretty sure they killed him because he was killing people but whatevs jonathan and um so he says that now these guys are going to be his army again these guys didn't sign up for this baby they're mentally ill and, um, he was a teenager in his first appearance. Okay. I, for some reason I fixated on 17 and I'm not really sure why. And it was three years later. So pre- presumably he's like I early twenties at the, at the, I think at at the his, latest. At his oldest, he's 21 because 18, 19, 20, yeah. 21 could be yeah. 22. Yeah. And so then he, so. uh, sprays everybody down with the toxin, which I'm sure will be fine again. Totally fine. So we go to our sweet murder baby penguin <laughs> and he shows up at the GCPD and I'm like, we really should count at this point how many times penguin shows up at the GCPD de- demanding something. It's at least once. It's almost as often as <laughs> the actor is 19. Oh, okay. Um, if that helps. It does. Thank you. Um, at least as often as the GCPD gets mass murdered. Okay. So a lot. At least once often. a season. Yeah, often. Um, and so he, he, he's brought reporters with him, which at this point, I, if there just... aren't reporters on the Penguin Beat at this point, because I feel like he's good news. <laughs> Are they like his entourage or... They know good news follows him. So that begets the other question. Okay. Where's Valerie Vale? Down south? <laughs> metropolis she left that fucking city she was like y'all are fucked up fuck Fuck this this shit shit i'm out out. Uh (laughs) uh-huh and so um he calls for jim and again he's at the gcbd screaming for jim gordon same and so um he's really good at it though i love it that harvey's like play nice and jim's like no i love it and harvey's like i had to say something um, that way I can say I said something. Yes, he can. Um, and so Oswald wants to know where Jonathan Crane is because he's this dangerous felon. Da, 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 da. And the GCPD has another job. And um, Harvey, <laughs> I love Harvey he so much. If, is a penguin a, a bird? bird? And he's like, uh, yeah. Or a mammal. And he's like, it's a bird. And he's like, 
You mean like a chicken? chicken? And he holds up the newspaper article. And it was great. And I love he, Harvey he, so much. He's also hiding behind Jim the whole time. I, I feel the need to point out that Harvey has already been in this season in two episodes more than he was in the entirety of season three. That's what it feels like. And also, Harvey's now on Penguin's kill list. He's like way down there because he's got a lot of people he wants yeah. to kill first. Yeah, because Jim's... But like, he's on it. Jim's here. But also, he wants to be friends with Jim. I well, still... I still kind of think he wants to be yeah. friends with Jim. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so... Um, Oswald starts bitching that, you know, the GCPD is terrible and they're corrupt. And I'm like, well, yeah. Um, and Jim's like, um, oh, I'm sorry. Did I miss the part where you licensed crime? And Oswald's like, uh, focus. It's working. He's not wrong. He's though. not wrong, but it's still terrible. It's. I, I don't, we're not going to go down that path. No, it's. We're not going down that path. No, I can kind of. Yeah. You, you, you looked. Yeah. You looked. Yeah. We're not going down that path. And um, so he's like, he tells Jim that he's there to save the GCPD. <laughs> and I'm like, are Somebody you? needs to. Somebody needs to. And so Jim's like, um, no, I'm going to, and he pulls the whole, I'm going to arrest anybody whether they're licensed or not. And it's like, okay, buddy. And so Oswald's like, you know what? You have 24 hours. You find Jonathan Crane or... You're going to let me clean up the city. And again, I wanted to be like, buddy, he's not authorized to make that decision. Um, and so Jim's like, yeah. Again, no authority to agree to that. No. Whatever. So um, so we go to Selena. And um, she is at this building. And Tabitha shows up. And she's like, what are you doing here? And so she's like, I got this invitation. And Tabitha's like, you didn't even see me following you. But I got to... I got the same invitation. And they go in. And it's Barbara fucking Keen. Well, Tabby's, again, we're we're still in the Tabby's teaching Selena phase here. Um, but, yes, it's we do finally get one Barbara Keen who, <laughs> spoiler, not dead. Hashtag not dead. Um, um, nobody's really dead in Gotham? Okay, but that hair? You don't like it? Okay, they have, when she was... Our, uh, original flavor. Oh, boring Barbara. Boring Barbara. Um, she had a, a look, the way she carried herself, her hair, um, and then she became crazy uh, Barbara. Stabby Babs. Oh, Stabby Babs. Um, with a different set of hair and clothing, and the way she carried, which herself. got more grandiose as the seasons progressed. Yes, and crazier and crazier as we went. Now this is. Almost monk-like. Uh, we're we're going to have to come up with a new... A new moniker. Moniker for Cause her. Because it's almost like... Mopey Aside bad? from the, the cleavage, which she was rocking some cleavage. But it, as cleavage that extreme went, it was kind of aesthetic. It was aesthetic. not bad. Um, It was almost like Monk Barbara or something. Somebody come up with so a cool it's, name. It's like her, her hair had that, that bob. That severe. Severe bob, but it was... Uh, still a little unkempt. It looked like Roseanne Rosanna Dana. It looked like a really bad wig. It did. It was a really bad wig. Yeah. So that took me out of the suspension of disbelief was that wig was really bad. Yeah. But this is not Stabby Babs who hair, whose hair was perfect. She was very different in manner her and mannerism, in dress. Her makeup was very muted. Yes. Um, she carried herself. Very demurely almost. 
but different from the yes. other characters we've seen. Man, I don't think Erin so, gets enough credit for no. what she's doing with Barbara Keene oh, because, my God, no. my God, she's done some awesome stuff with Barbara Keene. As much as we bitched about her in season one, Barbara Keene has become the most dynamic and interesting character. Well, and I think, has. I think all that was on purpose and I think it was a precursor. I know. Now, I think it was to show back, us the growth. Looking back on it, it's like, oh, it yeah. was, it was the contrast. Mm-hmm. So damn. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, it's, it's Barbara Keene. And so Tabitha's like, I saw you die. And I love that. Um, because Barb's like, oh, you need to check for a pulse next time. And again, it's like, nobody's dead in Gotham until you, like, you really know they're dead. They're kind of like, any. it's a horror movie that's like, decapitate them or they're not really dead. Um, and so she basically is making a business proposition and she wants them to be partners with her. And, um, she does seem genuinely remorseful. I kind of got the genuine remorse from her. I didn't think it was bullshit. Um, and so this is when Tabitha threatens her and Barb just stays very stoic and she's like, I'm sorry. I was jealous. I was stupid. And she's like, listen, if you don't believe me, if you don't trust me, kill me. I had a hard time believing her because Barb, even Stabby Babs Barb. Yeah. Was a great actor. The reason why I kind of bought it is because she felt brainwashy to me. Well, her entire demeanor was completely different. So there is that's that. what made me think mm. this iteration of Barb believes what she's saying. Okay, I didn't quite buy it. I still don't quite. Buy I kind of do. Okay, that's fine. And I also think again back but to I'm, your thing of there have to, there has to be a way for her to get back with Jim somehow and have babies. Yeah, because I kind of think this is down the road of that. Because we still need Barbara Gordon, because we still need Oracle. Right, and Batgirl um, and, and all that. And all that. Um, but I'm the cynic. I mean, surprise. Um, once you betray, <laughs> you cross that line, you're, uh, you're not getting me back. So, see, Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. Um, but I believe that Barb <laughs> believes what she's saying. Okay. I, you know. Whether we'll like see what the future holds. Deep but down, did, normal Barb actually I didn't like buy it. even with the you can't don't yeah just keep going yeah um so <laughs> so <laughs> Selena's like so she like tries to break up the creepy ex girlfriend you tried to murder me vibe and she's like so is this your place and she's like it's ours because she wants them to. Supply the criminals of Gotham. And I will say it's a good business it's model. It's not a bad idea. When she no. said, I was like, yes. Because she her basic premise is crime okay, is legal but, if you have a license. So why not sell to the people who are licensed? But canonically. Yeah. I'm listening. Do you know who arms Gotham? Mm-hmm. I mean, Lucius arms Batman, but. Penguin. It's the, the arms runner. Um, at least in Batman. Penguin's got a finger in everything. At least in Batman Arkham Knight. Yeah, Penguin's kind of your, your all-purpose. He's more of the businessman than the I'm purely batshit crazy which ex- and doing it for the chaos of it. Which would be the arming, uh, right. bringing the arms, smuggling the arm, being the arm smuggler. I don't yeah. know how many different. Arms dealer. I would hate to have to transcribe this conversation. Oh, my God. 
Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. And so, um, basically, like, uh, you know, Tabby's like, no, that sounds real dumb because I kind of hate you. And she's like, I think anything Barb would say at this point, Tabby's going to go, that sounds dumb. And I hate you. And I hate you. And so she's like, basically, she's like, um, and this is where it got a little murky for me because she says, you can never get back what you took from me. And I was like, I'm pretty sure you didn't give a shit. Like, we saw her have a little bit of a connection to Butch. But, like, I still didn't get that, I don't know, she's a psychopath. So, Tabby's character has never been fully fleshed out for us, so I think that's part of why that's hard to believe. Yeah, I feel like, um, was it that big of a fucking deal for you? Yeah. I mean, I get the whole, he chopped my hand off thing. Like, I totally get that. There's that. That apparently got sewed back together and has no problems now because she uses them interchangeably. Um, but, so she's like, okay. Um, you know, one thing we could do is I could take your hand off. And, um, because, uh, Barb, Barb, uh, asked Selena before Tabby's, you know, storming off is she's like, um, convince her to join me. And Selena's like, I, I, I can't. But she says talk to weird. her. She says to talk to her. Yeah. Poor Selena. Um, but did we do the, uh, Tabby trying to, ch- no, that's no, that's later. later. That's later. Because we dragged this fucking thing out for, like, the whole episode. Um, so we go to Wayne Manor, and um, Bruce is about to go out again, and Alfred's like, I love this because this was such a, like, this felt like such a mom thing. This was the passive-aggressive, no, no, it's fine. It's totally fine. I'm not going to stop you. It's just dumb and you're going to die, but, like, I'm not, no, I'm not <laughs> going to stop you. He's making a sandwich. Um <laughs> It's like, Jesus, Alfred, you're such a drama queen. And so, um. He really is. He it is. Was, it was the slamming of the bread on the. Oh the my God. And the t- angry, <laughs> the angry cutting. It was great. Um, and so he's like, he's like, um, what happens if they have guns though? Because you're not bulletproof. And Bruce is like, <gasps> he does the whole. Is that, is that foreshadowing? Just a little bit. And Bruce is like, I feel more alive. And Alfred's like, anyway, so you're going to die. Um, and cause Alfred's like, I don't want to see you get shot basically. And Bruce is like, okay, okay bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. Thanks. Can I have a sandwich when I come back? Um, and Alfred's like, you f- yes, you fucking sandwich will be waiting for you when you come back. Um, <laughs> cause he can't not feed him. It's against well, his nature. That's true. Um, so this is when we go to Harvey and he's like, um, BT dubs the asylums under siege. Um, and so Jim, does this big rousing thing with, with, with like the GCPD officers and he's like, who's with me? And they're like, cricket. No, no cricket. one. No and one. So I was, I, do you blame a single person in that room? I mean, no, cause it's Jim, but also like this didn't make a lot of sense to me because in the previous episode, they set the GCPD up to be like, listen, we're not going to go against this license thing. It's safer for us. Whatever's happening at the asylum is not licensed. This is just cop stuff. So, like, I feel like the GCPD, again, to, to Penguin's point, has become completely ineffectual. Let me ask you this. Okay. At what point has the GCPD been effective? Effective. Never. <laughs> 
I mean, so not what you're really. Saying the GCPD is being a very consistent character, except now they're just not even trying. That's true. Before they would have like suited up and like. There's not even a gold star here. But now they're like. So what happened to the um 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 um? Oh Jesus, Alpha thingy the that Barnes SWAT put together. Team thing, the Alpha Squad or whatever. They all died. No, that's true. Um, so yeah, I, this is where I was like, okay, I don't understand. Like, personally, I would never become a cop because this sounds terrifying to me. But then again, I didn't sign up to be a cop. I actually considered. You'd be fine with it, but like, you would scare me. Um, but like. I'd be a damn good cop. You would. You'd be a lone rogue cop. (laughs) Um, but like, I wouldn't. Are you saying I'd be Riggs? You, You would. Um, I wouldn't sign up for this, so that's why it terrifies me, but like. If you're a cop and you're saying, I want to do my job and I'm even going to abide by this license bullshit. That the Arkham situation is not licensed. No. It is an inconsistency it is an in the plot. Actual, you are correct. It is yes. an actual crime that would require actual yes. police. And I get that it's scary, but like you signed up for this shit. So, no, well, but whatever. It's an, it's an inconsistency in the plot. It is. Yes. And so... um. Jim, like, yells at them about, like, oh, you don't deserve to wear the badge with it, which at this point, I hate to say it, I agree with Jim Gordon. And so, um, but this is when the desk, the desk sergeant speaks up and he's like, we don't make a difference. We don't do anything. And everybody's like, yeah. And Harvey stays with them and doesn't go with Jim. And I was like, oh my God, are they getting divorced? Are mom and dad getting divorced? I I think so. I think so. No, bad and wrong. Okay, but to Harvey's point, which I'm not yes. sure if it was later in this episode. No, it's in it's in this episode, scene. Um, to Harvey's point, somebody has to be captain. Yep. And better Harvey. Than somebody else. Than somebody else. Somebody that Penguin picks. Yeah. To be or a the complete... commissioner who's in league with Penguin. Right. So. Because he makes the point, he says, listen, I go with you, I lose them. Yeah. And that's as simple as it is. So Jim, of course... And Jim will forgive him eventually. I mean, that's true. We all know that that's He'll what's going to happen. Him later, and it'll be fine. But Jim, rather than being like, you know what? I really shouldn't go in by myself. I'm going to go in by myself. And you're like, uh. This is not. Not good. Not good. <clears throat> Sorry, my old man voice. <coughs> you're trying to lose your voice. I am trying. I've been trying to lose my voice for weeks. You need to stop that. It's it's fall allergies. It's allergies. It's fine. Um, so Jim goes to, to Arkham and it's fine and creepy and dark and all the inmates are out and it's fine. In the shadows. And so, um, this is when, uh, we get somebody like coming up to Jim and this is something that we had seen stills of preseason. Oh, because it was the He's other, made up like a clown. Not, it was the not Joker. In the stills. Right. And I was like, who the fuck is this guy? And it's the warden. It's the warden. He's yeah. dressed up with clown makeup. So. Because he's not afraid. We, we, yeah. we were like, okay, why clowns? Why clowns? Um, I, think I mean, they are a legit phobia. But they're monopolizing on the Joker train. But also from a non-Gotham standpoint, clowns are trendy right now because of it. And because of the thing last year, people were dressing up as clowns to be True. freaky last Halloween. It's, it's the thing. Yeah. It's it's Excuse trendy me. right now. It's, yeah, it's, it's the it thing. It's the I, it thing. 
you're terrible and I love you. I'm not mad. You're just disappointed in, in yourself. Myself. You should be. You should be. So anyway, so there's the warden. So this is the, like, I was really like, who is this guy? And so now I feel better that they're not trying to do some weird Jerome, Jerome copy thing. Um, and Yet. so the guy runs off before Jim can get a shot off at him. And Scarecrow apparently is, has his mental faculties enough to monitor the uh, surveillance equipment, which is fine. Jonathan was not a dumb kid. I mean, he did recreate his father's formula. No, but I thought it was interesting that he could, he was so functional. And I kind of use that in a loose term because he's psycho, clearly psychotic, but also like he can be like, oh, look, let me look at this monitor. So that's why I feel like there was some kind of a break that happened. I don't He's know. He's disassociated or something. I don't know. If anybody is listening with any real psychiatric background, please <laughs> enlighten us. That would be awesome. As to what has happened to Jonathan. I would love to hear somebody's actual... Learned opinion. <laughs> learned opinion of What's the Jonathan going on. Crane. If only the Jonathan Crane. Yeah. I would actually go into psychology if I could study, like, comic book villains. <laughs> I think that would be fun. Fictional psychology. That would be way fun. I've always been into fictional genealogy, so which go. people look at me funny when I say that, but I think that's awesome. It's true. That's why we're friends. <laughs> so, um, this is when of course Jonathan's like, Well, Jim fucking Gordon. And so he announces over the PA that like the enemy is there. And you're like, This is totally cool. And so he opens up the gates and lets everybody out. And then, of course, closes uh, that gate Jim came through so he can't get out. Well, when one door opens. <laughs> Another door opens and it's not great. No, wait, what? I that's don't think not, that was intended. I don't think that's what you... No. Um, and so, of course, <laughs> he gets charged on and he starts shooting and they retreat. And I'm like, at this point, this would be a forensics nightmare because True. the True. warden has indiscriminately gunned down a bunch of people thinking they were clowns. Now Jim's fired shots. Like this is a nightmare. Um, literally literal nightmare. Um, so we go to, um, penguin and Ivy and Victor. Oh my God. I love Victor. This is the best scene. This is the best scene. This is great. So they show up at Barb's and they're like, those are some nice guns. So Zaz <laughs> continues to be the MVP. Oh my God, Zaz is so great. It's Christmas. <laughs> and he picks like the biggest, nastiest gun. And he's like, I'm taking this. Um, <laughs> was, it, was, it, was it Gina? This is o- to OPT? OTP? With Zaz and this gun? Zaz and his gun? Yeah. I don't Somebody in our feedback, I'll read it. Yeah. And um, so eyes. again, Oswald's like, so anyway, um, you're going to need to like, you know, license with me because legitimate and stuff. And Barb's like, oh, I was waiting because I've got partners that are going to join. Are they? They're not ready to open yet. And so Ivy's like, um, are you talking about like Tabitha and Selena? Because she's like, I can totally talk to them for you. And Oswald's like, shut up, Ivy. And um, I was like, oh, baby, you're just. Yeah, you're not you're not doing well with her. And so um again, she was nice to him when he had nothing. And he treats her like I know. shit. We we'll, we we will discuss Ivy. He treated Butch like shit. He treats everybody like shit. The only person he was remotely nice to and I say nice meaning that he even though he murdered his girlfriend um was Ed. True. So, you know, Oswald needs to get with the people skills. He hasn't eaten enough sandwiches. He hasn't. 
And um, so he tells Barb that he's like, you have to pay a tax. And he's like, uh, I'm going to be watching you. And Barb's like, okay. She's very demure. And I think very I, subdued. Ca- I kind of got the impression that he was kind of taken aback because this is not normal Barb. Mm-mm. Normal Barb would have traded him insult for insult, gone back and forth, negotiated. Screamed. Yeah, been like, I drink. don't deserve to. Da, da, da. Like, yeah. This was not. So I, I think that kind of put him off his game a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah. So he goes and he's like, um, you didn't just, you were dead. And you, who, who's paying for all this? And she just doesn't say anything. And he's like, I'm going to find out. And I'm like, will he, will you penguin? Will you? Um, so then we go back to Jim, but okay. <sighs> but Zaz, and he's like, I, I'm, I'm keeping this. Yeah. Like, he, oh he my God, Zaz is so weapon. much fun. He, I don't know what happened between seasons, but he is. God, if you look at season one Zaz versus this, it's like night and day. I still want the hashtags. Oh, the. the I still want the, yeah, hash, the, the on hash his body. marks on yeah. his body. I miss that. But. I think they're kind of going away from the sad psychotic crazy route to the fun psychotic route. Yeah. For him, because he's kind of almost become comic relief. Well, if you think about the makeup required yeah because not only do they have to recreate the hash marks every time they would have to make sure they're in the same place every time yeah and and as we've seen from the oh my hand was cut off oh now it's in a glove oh no it's fine it's fine they're not really with the the, yeah keen (laughs) i'm not mad you're just disappointed disappointed so um so Jim is going through the asylum and you're like okay baby again what do you hope to achieve here and uh scarecrow attacks him and he starts talking about fate and how Jim was like delivered to him and I, this is the point where I was like, oh, my God, this guy's doing a really good job because his voice is really creepy. But I hate that, like, love we're not kid. seeing. Charlie, uh, we're not seeing. Sahin? Yeah, we're not seeing his face. And, of course, then that's when he takes his mask off. You're like, oh. And I yeah, swear to God. Because you were saying that his acting was being hidden. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you have to under, pet the puppy. I have to pet the puppy. His, the, his acting was being hidden under this mask. But then he pulls the mask off and he's got the um, the, 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 the winter soldier uh, makeup yes he does yes um, he does he did his eye makeup <laughs> very heavy that's a very smoky eye that yes. he's rocking um, <laughs> um very rocky horror um, <laughs> but yeah we do actually get to see the, the actor. actor yeah which, he's doing a great job yeah he is um but also uh i was struck with how his voice it was morphed because you you can tell it's been manipulated through the mask. Well, yeah, with the mask, it's got the tubes and. But like when mm. he took it off, I still thought his voice was creepy. That's because it is. But also, he is the child of Jonathan and Steve from Stranger Things. True facts. I mean, like if you don't believe us, go look at those two actors, and they had a baby, <laughs> and that is yeah. the child. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I ship it now. FYI, um, it's a hate ship. <laughs> Plus, also, there's some impreg. Not really sure how that works. Um, Nancy. <laughs> so Surrogate mother. He uh, he says that, like... Upside down. <laughs> Jesus. Listen to our Stranger Things podcast. Um, so, basically, he's like, no, like, my... He's still idolizing his dad. 
And it's Jim's fault that his dad is dead and his father was trying to save everybody. And so then he sprays Jim with the fear toxin and you're like, well, <laughs> this is expected. Um, the amount of things that Jim has been dosed with is kind of getting up there. Yeah, I've been waiting for this. And so Jonathan's like, what scares you the most? And it's bad. And it's real bad. And we see Lee and we see her in a precarious situation and and it was unnecessary it was very unnecessary we didn't need all of that so we're not gonna yeah first of all it was not ha- we were like no as long as it's they not didn't Lee, ha- they didn't and they didn't have to show what they showed no they didn't um we were both saying as long as it wasn't lee and it was lee and it was lee yeah and honestly i think it was purely from the standpoint of oh well marina should be in it at some point well she's in the casting in the credits yeah. so what the fuck and she says, what? Are they married now? Yeah, they're actually married. So, like, I feel like it was just completely like, oh, yeah, and we'll put Lee in, and we'll put it in the most gross way that we can think of to make it, you know, man painty. And it felt like gratuitous man pain, and I didn't like it. Well, that's all Jim knows. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, Jim anyway. is uh, beginning to succumb to the fear. The fear. And, of course, then he fights it. And he turns around and Scarecrow's not there. So, um... So, to your point... Yeah. And you asked me this and I had no answer to it. How did the Scarecrow know what, what Jim, Jim saw? And know to... Like, how did Jim get the weapon that he was going to use? It was very specific. I mean, or was that part of the hallucination? See, I don't know. But the the things that Scarecrow asks, or that Jonathan, the Scarecrow, he's Scarecrow at this point. Yeah. The things that Scarecrow asks him are very leading yes. in this scene. Yes. He would had to have known what Jim was seeing. Yeah, and I don't see that there's any way for him to know that. I don't, I don't. Yeah, this felt very like, how the, like. The fuck? Yeah. Because, and, and I went back on my rewatch and I paid attention to how he handled the warden. There were no leading things. It was just, what are you afraid of? Go confront it. And the warden went from there. True. There was no, yeah, like, yeah. I know that we're talking about clowns here. Nope. And it, with Jim, it felt like... And it wasn't even necessary. Yeah. For that particular fear. But with Jim, it was very specific. It was a very specific And Scarecrow person. was there egging him on. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, again, I don't know. You could hand wave it and say, oh, it was all a hallucination. But... Mm. Yeah, I don't like that. That's not satisfactory for me. But also, we don't like Jim. So... Right. Um, so, uh, before we continue, cliffhanger, is Jim okay? Um, I did want to remind Show's people... Over, I know, right? We're done. Um, I did want to remind people that they can send us feedback. Yes, at, they can. Uh, randomtpodcasts at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at randomtcasts. Or on Tumblr at randomtpodcast.tumblr.com. Or on Facebook at facebook.com slash randomtpodcasts. Um, and if you don't want to remember any of that, despite Janya's snappy, uh, weird infomercial voice, uh, you can just go to randomtpodcasts.com, scroll to the bottom, and there's links to all our socials. <laughs> <laughs> She got so excited, she coughed. <laughs> what else can they find on our website? Um, All our other podcasts? So many. Uh, so many podcasts. We've already mentioned Stranger Things, which uh, episodes seven and eight, like seven's due out tomorrow. Yeah. Um, today being Tuesday. 
uh, episode eight, which we will kind of do a preview for season two at the end of episode eight. Yeah, episode eight is going to be a long episode probably. Uh, so, uh, so the Stranger Things season two comes out the 27th. And when Yay. that comes out, we're still going to be doing that as a week to week. Yeah. Uh, it'll be a couple of weeks before we get started on it. And I'm going to try to watch them and not binge Me it. Me too. Like, watch it, cast Same. it, watch it, cast yes. it. So, it's I'm untainted. So, yeah, we're going to try to watch it as though, I mean, we're going to do what you just said. So, yeah. Uh, but also, but we've got Zombieland planned, so we want to get that done before Halloween. Yeah. We've got our Thor and Loki character study. <laughs> Uh, before we can do Thor, which comes out November 3rd. So excited about that. Uh, so that's a lot of fun. Um, so, yeah, we've got a lot of other stuff planned. But we will be podcasting for Stranger Things on a week-to-week basis. We will let everybody know on the socials. Yes. Uh, Kingsman just came out. We will be podcasting that at, at some point. TBD, we, it's, our schedule yeah. is so packed right now. Yeah. Uh, and with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. being still being... Uh, up in the air, it just the the posters came out and it just says 2017 uh, winter. Jesus, whatever. Stupid shield. Uh, so there's that. So yeah, uh, we'll try to fit it in when we can because yes. we just saw it. And you know, there's something else I can find out there. What? Our sponsor, unofficial natural fan of fragrances. What? <laughs> they have their October specials. <gasps> oh new my stuff, gosh! New stuff. That's alert, awesome. Alert! They have a new scent. Oh my gosh. edition for Halloween. What is it, Janya? Pennywise. <sighs> so, what? yeah. Speaking of clowns. I kind of want one, um, even though it sounds terrifying. You're going to get one. Yay. You know you are. Um, let me see. If I've already seen the label. Let me see if I can find it. It's for fear, isn't it? It is. Uh, and I got to find what is in it. Because I've lost it and I'm just gonna keep scrolling <laughs> until I find it. Oh, but the while I'm doing that, the stranger things the, that they had last year, they still have some left over. They have them on clearance. Uh, they're gonna be on clearance. And as someone who owns the entire bundle, you will not be going wrong with basically any of them. I love them all. Uh, but they're limit they're limited in how many they have of each. So yes. you wanna grab those real quick. Um yeah, there it is. That's their label <clears throat> for Pennywise. It's it has white balloons on it. With red balloons. Why would you do that? Uh, it's Oomph. orange, basil, and cedar. It's to help relieve fear, but it, it is limited edition. Good. Um, and it's only in the spray. It's not, I don't think it's going to be available in their roll on. It's only okay. going to be available in the spray. Okay. Um, but yeah, if you use our code random tea podcast, no S you'll get 10% off $5 or more. And that's like one bottle. Of this spray is five bucks. And so. watch out because the Stranger Things clearance means they're clearing the way for new stuff. New stuff. They always have great Black Friday, Cyber Monday sales. Yes. Um. So they're they're gearing up for that. So. I am excited. Yeah. So yeah. I am too. I'm happy. I'm, I'm glad to see some new stuff coming out. Um, Absolutely. I mean, this is some good stuff. We we promote this stuff because we love it. I mean, I yes, have, I, have, I have so many bottles. <laughs> So many. So many. And the roll-ons are awesome. They yes. don't leak in your purse. I would know because I've been carrying it around for over a year. Yeah. Um, and it's it's good stuff. And it's still ticking. It's uh, all natural essential oils, so you don't have to worry about uh, your, any allergies, although still, you know, well, be aware yeah. of your own, your own situation. Yeah. But they are all natural. Um, it's suspended in water. It's not perfume. 
no, just, no, no. It's, it's just it's a fragrance spray. Yeah. So, but I mean, it smells like your favorite character. Basically, yeah. So, and they have many other. They have Star Wars and Supernatural and Sherlock and Doctor Who and Disney and. I mean, all kinds of stuff. So many. Christmas Go, is coming. Check out their Etsy. And they'll also work check with your own custom scents. They will. Um, they have Hogwarts houses. You can pick your house or they can sort you. They've got yeah. new houses. And they will tell you if something does not smell great together. Oh, yeah. I've gotten those texts. Yeah. Of, oh, my God, we combined this, this, and this, and we, it was it terrible. It great, and then it just died. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they're they're so they don't just smack a bunch of stuff together and and put it in a bottle. Um, it's great stuff. So check them out. It's uh the link to their to their site is on our in our show notes. It's on our front page. Um, if you forget to use the code, just let them know. They'll adjust everything for you. They're great to work with. They're good people. Yeah, they are. So yeah, or I'll beat them up. Okay, so are you ready to get back to the recap? Let's get back to okay. So, uh, Jim goes into the next room and he's attacked by the scarecrow. How did I? And, uh, he's like, how did you defeat it? And he's like, overcame my fear. So, but Jonathan defeated it. Well, we say defeat. I don't think he actually defeated it. I think he kind of pushed it into a corner and closed the door on it. When they say become one with the fear, this is not what they meant. No, no. And again, it. I don't like this whole Jim can overcome this kind of shit thing because I know it's bullshit. it's become it's so tropey. Uh, and Jim didn't even have the stuff on his face anymore. No, and even Jonathan's like that sounds fake. Because it was. <laughs> and so uh, he attacks him, and he's like, "No, you can't just not feel fear. I mean, you. The only way to do it is to become one with your demons, which is like." Okay, buddy. And um, Jim's like, no, no, you can fight it. And, uh, you know, of course, because he still has that savior complex. He wants to help. And so um, this is when we get a little bit more of, of the actual actor because he takes yeah, his mask I'm off. I'm we're seeing him. I am too because I think he's doing a really good job, especially for being so young. Um, and he's like, he's never weak anymore and he's not going to go back to being that person. And um, he, he does a half-hearted like, scalpel slash and then he runs away you're like run away run away and so um this is when we go to bruce and he's casing he's following these guys and they're breaking into a building and um he goes and follows them and it, it it was a trap they were watching him watch them and so they're like why are you following us they take his mask off and one of the guys keeps saying like no, man. No, this kid looks, looks familiar. familiar. Yeah. And so um they're they're like, "We have licenses. What are you what are you going after?" And I kept waiting for him to be like, "I want to join you." Yeah, I don't know why you thought that though. I don't know. It just felt It's know. fine. I just don't know where you got I just from. really kept expecting Bruce to give them some kind of a story and he was just kind of like dumbfounded. And um so this is when uh the main guy is going to shoot him and of course he pulls he pulls a Batman. He grabs the gun. He like ninjas his way out of it. Um, <laughs> I was really proud of him because he kind of MacGyver's it a little. He grabs a blowtorch and aerosol can. And he's gonna like flamethrower them. So that's pretty awesome. And um, then oh, this was the best part. He gets like a weird kind of like homemade 
not a grappling gun, but something to rappel oh, yeah, down. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, I was like, yeah. oh my god, that's the most Batman bat tools, bat tools, bat tools. Yeah, he like he like um rappels down, and um he gets out on the street and he kind of walks away. And this is when um, the guy's going to – this is where I was like, uh, is the leader a ninja? Because he's suddenly on the street with Bruce. Yeah, I don't know And how Bruce, like, so rappelled down, like, three stories. Yeah. But it was like, yeah. whatevs. And so um, Alfred saves the day. Of course. He, Alfred comes behind him and knocks this guy out. And yeah. he's like, let's go, Master Wayne. And you're like, oh, my God, thank God, Alfred. This child would be dead, like, 500 times so over. Many. If it wasn't for you. And so, um, so we go to <laughs> Selena. And um, she is trying to convince Tabitha. She's like, listen, are we getting any other good offers? We should take Barb's offer. And she's like, basically, I joined you to move up in the world. It's, and, it, and it's consistent with what she told her in the previous episode. And she's like, we're living in the shithole. And she's like, listen, um, between the three of us, we could give these assholes a run for their money. Yeah. And this is when, oh, my God, like... It just, my heart grew three sizes because Ivy shows up and she's like, I want to help. And I was like, oh my God, all the ladies doing all the crimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, um, cause Tabitha's like, oh my God, you're a stooge. You work for, you work for Penguin. And she's like, yeah, Penguin's a dick to me. And she's like, nobody takes me seriously. Now. Why don't we take it seriously? And, um, Selena's like, sure, honey. And Tabitha's like, get the fuck out. And so Ivy does leave, and I was like, oh, Tabitha, that was a bad idea. And um, Tabitha's like, she tells Selena, she's like, all right, fine. I'll talk to Barb, I guess. But I want something <laughs> in return. And you're like, okay. Hey. This is going to be well-adjusted, whatever it is. Well, this whole show is pretty well-adjusted, so. Absolutely. And so um, this is when uh, we go to Jim, and uh Jonathan at this point is trying to get the inmates uh, fired up to attack Jim. And he, cause he still thinks they're going to be his army. And I'm like, that's the least reliable army you could have picked. Pretty much. Um, and so they're going to charge Jim, but of course he sprays them with the fire extinguisher and some of them like come, come back to themselves. And I was like, Oh God, it's that easy. Really? Okay. So first of all, really fire extinguishers are not equipped with water. No, no. That's not I how no they suck. work. I have no second of all, but I just wanted to leave with first of all. That's not how they work. That's not how that it's a it's a chemical. And also, okay, I get the they make a point of spraying it in their faces. So to me, that says it's been absorbed into into their respiratory system. Okay, water washing it off their face. At that point, I would have thought it would have been absorbed. You are expecting this show. To make sense? To make sense and be logical. That's true. I shouldn't do and that, should I? it's falling apart. Yeah. Because Jim finds out, oh, water is the key! And he breaks the sprinkler open, and it uh, it washes all the toxin away. And um, except for one guy still attacks Jim. Isn't that the one we saw at the beginning of the episode? Yeah, I think so. And Jim takes him down. And, of course, Jonathan gets away. Yeah. And you're like... Okay. Because that's how this works. So apparently, at least as of right now with the fear toxin, you get sprayed with it, just a little water and you're good. So just wash your face. It's okay. <laughs> I like that. So anyway, so we go to Wayne Manor and Bruce is like, I was fine, Alfred. And while they're having their little squabble, Lucia shows up. 
And they're both like, nothing? It's fine. It's fine. Anything. And so I love Lucius because he's like, um, I'm going to go along with your bullshit story. But also. But here's some Kevlar. (laughs) And he's like, um, he, uh, he gives him this bulletproof armor and he's like, by the way, it's got claws for wink, wink, rock climbing, long distance radio, and it's bulletproof. And he's like, I didn't want you to get hurt again. Rock Rock climbing. climbing. And he's like, gotta go by. (laughs) And I love it. (laughs) Lucius is not taken in by any of this bullshit. But he's like, I'm going to let you have the weird disillusionment you have about like lying to me. Plausible deniability. Whatever. Here's some armor because you're going to die. Lucius is precious. I love him so much. And so, um. Bruce and like, also, he's an excellent seamstress. He is, and quick, too. Damn straight. Damn fast. And he's got, like, Bruce's size mm-hmm. down. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, Bruce is like, I feel safer already. Rock rock climbing. It's totally rock, for rock climbing. Totally rock climbing. Um, so we go to, uh, Selena and Tabby are gonna go visit Barb at her new, uh, her new shop, I guess. Tower? Uh, everything's in a tower. And so, um... She's like, okay, yeah, um, I'm going to need your hand first before I can work with you or trust you or whatever. And so um, she's like, listen, Butch lost a hand to Penguin. I lost a hand to Enigma. Yep. You fucked us over. Therefore, you do, you need to lose a hand. And Barb's like, okay. Holds her hand out. And ta- you could tell Tabitha's like, I didn't think this was actually going to happen. <laughs> She was expect. I think she was expecting to scare out the old Barb that she knew. Yeah, and to get resistance so she could have an excuse to go. Uh-huh. I can't work with her. Yeah, I can't work with her. Exactly. And so this Barb is very mutely offering up her her hand, and of course, did you think she was going to cut her hand off? I didn't. I would. Not I think Tabitha still has f- f- feelings for Barb. Well, yeah, but whatever. Complicated feelings, but feelings. True. And so she brings uh, it down, of course, just missing her hand on the table. Totes to Barb for not even flinching. Yeah. And so that's why I was like, brainwashed. Because um, nobody would just normally not flinch. That's that's insane. And so um, she's like, all right, I trust you for now. And dramatic exit. And I was like, okay, this is going to be great. But also... Oh my God, they're partners again, and they've got Selena with them. This is great. Um, so we go to uh, Penguin the next morning. Goes to the GCPD, and with his reporters in tow. Oh my gosh, they just follow him around. They do. And they're so like he's like, rats. he's like, um, we had a deal, and where's Jonathan Crane? And da 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 da. And so um, Jim's like, um, that's bullshit. I didn't agree to anything. And I was like, okay, but you did. Because you're a dumbass. Um, and so Oswald appeals directly to the GCPD officers. And he's like, you know what? And I will say, he brings up their station being a constant war zone. And I was like, you're not wrong, buddy. He's not, no. And he's mm-hmm. like, it's time for us to police ourselves. I will triple anybody's salary who wants to come work for me. That's even better than Tyrion Lannister, I just want to say. I know. Because whatever they offer, I'll pay you double. Yeah. So... Um, so Jim, Jim tries to like appeal to them and, um, basically it's just, he wants to pay you to look the other way to be quote unquote cops, which yeah, it's bullshit. And, um, 
Harvey kind of talks against him. He's like, would you blame them? Um, you know, and so Jim, Jim's going to walk off and Harvey's like, would you shut up? And he's like, if I would have gone with you, I would have lost them. Harvey's not dumb. No, it's great. And he's like, I'll buy you a drink, baby. Shut up. And then I'll give you the smoochie later on the pee pee. I mean, I mean, um, (laughs) I'll buy you a pastry. Oh my God, Tanya, I love you so much. (laughs) Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. You're not wrong. Um, and so (laughs) this is when I did not, uh, like, I knew, I kind of expected this at some point. I did not expect this now. Ivy goes a little crazy. Okay, finish the scene and we'll talk about Ivy. And so she goes to this, I don't know what you would call him. It's not a pharmacy. It's an apothecary. But like, it's herbs and shit and some other stuff. It's an apothecary. That's technically, it is an apothecary. And, um. Think, think medieval times apothecary. And so, um, he bitches that, like, yeah, the last time you were in here, you made oh, wait, me smell wait. your perfume, and what, you didn't pay me. What's it called in ESO? Uh, alchemy. alchemy. Which is a little tad esoteric for what this is. This sure. is a little more scientific. Yeah. Um, and he's like, yeah, the last time you came in here, you had me smell something, and you didn't pay me. Um, and she's like, no, I'm beyond that. I'm, I, I want more than that. I want... To know where power is. She wants power and strength? Doesn't she use the word strength or something? Yeah, or? and she's like, I've heard that you have it, and da 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 And he's like, yeah, okay, but that's dangerous. And so she doses him with her pheromones again, and he tells her where all his strongest stuff is. And his safe. she starts drinking them all. And we see her, like... I love those bottles. Her face starts to, like change yeah mutate and, stuff, and you're like yeah. oh this is where we're gonna get crazy so, bad poison ivy okay so we we actually talked about this at length after watching the episode yeah um here now that we are a season past grown-up ivy right this is acceptable yeah because we had child ivy yeah who mutated into adult ivy who was still kind of dumb and childlike who was still very childlike we had a whole season of childlike adult ivy mhm so we've seen her go we've seen her character development from child ivy to pseudo adult ivy yeah and she's and i totally get her motivation we've seen it happen she's been used by all these different goons. She was used by because she did. She was growing the mushrooms or whatever. In the oh basement. yeah, yeah. And then you know Oswald's trying to, but he dismisses her. She just wants to be taken seriously. She, um, the girls won't take. Her, I mean, except Selena, but Selena loves is Ivy also kind to of a, a child fault. too. Exactly. Um, but we're seeing her grow up. Yeah. But to see this now, to see her actually start to become poison ivy. I needed a catalyst to be able we to needed move the catalyst her. Into the, the next sphere of taking her seriously. But the storyline accounts for it. Yes, it's absolutely. Not it didn't just one happen. One scene, next scene. Yeah, yeah. Like her growing up did. As far as Gotham, this is a slow burn as I Gotham has. They gets. took a whole season to get to it, and I can accept it now. Yeah. And I knew something was going to have to happen more than just, I'm an adult now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, so this is this is exciting to me because I love Poison Ivy. Oh, I know she's but, such a badass. But it's hard to have Poison Ivy without Harley Quinn. Yeah, them's my babies. So I always equated Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy as being of age. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? 
because I don't think we're getting And I always thought of, of Catwoman or Selena yeah. as being of age with yeah. um, those two characters being... At least close enough. Mm. Yeah. So, but I do like that, I mean, and we talked about this in the preview cast, that in order for Selena to grow up, that in order to buy it, other characters would have to start treating her like an adult. Yeah. And I feel like Tabby's Tabby starting to, and Barb by Barb inviting started to. Barb didn't just invite Tabitha; she invited Selena too, and that she, might have been to get Tabitha. But well, still, but she was invited as an equal partner. It wasn't she invited Tabitha and then Selena's on for the ride. She invited both of them in. Yeah. So we're getting that Selena being treated more and more like an adult. So we're going to be able to accept her being yeah an adult. And again, they don't super sex her up. That's why no. I think. That's why I think I was really leery of poison ivy. But now, would you accept ivy being sexed up a little? Depends on how the transformation is handled. I'm uh, excited. Yeah, like we've got to see how she be. does mutates. Yeah, I want to see little green veins and shit. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. Saying for her okay. to be visibly, yeah. Um. So this is when um, Harvey buys Jim a drink. Which again, did we ever think that they were really fighting? No, nobody no. thought that. Um, and so, uh, Jim wants to know if, uh, they're really making a difference and they start talking about like, they would need a whole army to take on Penguin and man, things, things were good. At least Carmine had rules. Falcone, he was ruthless. Falcone had honor. But he had, he had a code and Jim gets that dumb look on his face and Harvey's like, no, no. No. You killed his son, Jim. Don't do the thing. And Jim's like, I'm going to do the thing. And you're like, okay, maybe Falcone will kill him. And he says, uh, because Jim's like, we don't have a choice because Falcone has the only army that we can use. And you're like, "Ah, sounds fake. Um, And so our final scene is Bruce in his new suit. I mean, stronger, faster, better. Um, and he puts his little mask on and it's this like snappy mask and it looks more Batman than the previous ski mask does. The ears are terrible. It's so bad. It's, it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. Does it make it good? So yeah. So we see proto bat baby. So like they're going pretty fast and furious with the Batman. Like, yeah, I'm kind of thinking they're wrapping this show up. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of rumors going around that they're they're pushing hard that this is the final season. It might, and judging on their ratings, it might need to be. Oh yeah, season season episode two. This season episode two, um, the ratings were the lowest the show has ever had. And I kind of think that's not a that's <laughs> not fair because it's something. better than it's been in a while. Yeah. The show's gotten more but interesting for me. Some people are attributing it to the new night. The new night. Yeah, it's got moved to a different night. Oh, I was thinking Knight, and I was no. like, I don't understand that. No. Um, Actual, but yeah. It's on Thursday nights as opposed to, what was it, on Mondays Mondays, or yeah. I mean, yeah. and that could very well be. So. Um, but I think it's doing better, and I'm actually intrigued and not banging my head against the wall. So there's that. Yeah. So uh, you want to go ahead and get into the feedback? Yeah, we got all kinds of feedback. First of all, uh, shout out to H... Uh, who wrote in to us from London. 
says, I just downloaded your season four preview cast and you do have listeners. Oh, that's nice. I just caught up with Gotham, was looking for a relaxed, well-informed, chatty podcast with opinions I agreed with and was so pleased I found you. Oh, yay. So we're glad you found us too. We here. Oh, we're so glad to hear that they're, because, okay, I mean, for a little background, Gotham is the reason we started podcasting, because yes. we could not find a podcast we liked Yes, uh, to follow Gotham along with, and you showed up at my house with equipment. <laughs> I and did, I was like, guess what we're doing? Suddenly we were podcasting. Yeah. So, there you go. Yeah. Um, but it was because we couldn't find a decent Gotham Yeah podcast we yeah. had one they quit recording halfway through season one yep and i got sad and it was terrible yeah so here we are so there you go uh so luca wrote into us yay says hi guys i have to admit i was a little bit impressed by the last episode i hadn't dared to expect them to be able to write a good scarecrow episode but now i stand corrected that episode might just be one of my top three episodes in the whole series. Wow. I'll try to go through the episode character by character. Okay. My notes are way too random to make much narrative sense anyway. That's cool. That's fine. Uh, Jonathan, I love the old crane house. It is so conveniently creepy. <laughs> I like that phrasing. I like that. Conveniently Incidentally creepy. creepy. And I can't help but congratulate Crane Sr. for how committed he was to his aesthetic. That's true, True though. facts. That's true. true. Facts. And Jonathan seems to have picked up an eye for the uncanny from his father. The there is a dude in the scarecrow reveal might not have been much of a surprise, <laughs> but I love the thought of how much effort it must have taken little Jonathan to get the guy up there and covered in straw. Yeah. What impressed me the most about this episode is that they actually managed to make the fear toxin scenes work. Some of the scenes, uh, that guy that crawled to the background, bent backwards in on one of Jim's scenes, for example. Yeah, what was that? Were actually creepy. Those were creepy. Because yeah. you were like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that it's October helps, too. It's true. It's, it's spooky scary. season. It's spooky season. Yeah. Um, and Jonathan got to play. I mean, we're, today is Halloween day three, right? Yes. That's, yeah. It's the third of facts. Halloween. Third of Halloween. Uh, and Jonathan got to play psycho tricks on people. Seeing him psychoanalyzing the people he dosed with toxin and manipulating them is as close to Crane as psychology professor I'll ever get with this show. True, okay. True facts. Uh, I'm therefore thrilled that they decided to let him keep some of his characteristic tricks, such as talking people into suicide. Mm. Yeah, that was, I, I thought that was unnecessary, personally. Uh, it's, it's also very close to home to us right now. Yeah. Uh, to sum this portion up, Jonathan Crane is extra, and I love him. So extra. So extra. He is the most extra. He, he very much is. Uh, Jim. Jim wasn't terrible this episode. I know, right? It wasn't. I, I can't completely agree with that. I don't. I, he wasn't as terrible. Like, the bar is real low. That's true. I mean, the bar is real low. That's true. <laughs> like limbo low. Yeah. Uh, sure, the fact that his plot armor protected him from suffering the full force of toxin was bullshit. <laughs> plot okay. armor, I okay. love that. You called the, the correct bullshit. I mean, yeah, you called you called the bullshit. And I could have done without his guilt complex, but apart from that, <laughs> I actually didn't mind him being in scenes. Yeah. My favorite gym moment in the entire run of Gotham might be the little exchange he had with Harvey this week. When Harvey said, be nice, and Jim only said no. <laughs> Just, no. That right there is their entire relationship in a nutshell. <laughs> You're true. It's You're true. true You're right. Yeah. Uh, Bruce and Alfred. 
I'm glad that Alfred and I agree that Bruce couldn't possibly be well-trained enough to do any Batmaning yet. Alexander Mannington. (laughs) YouTube, man. YouTube. (sighs) Look for it. At this point in the show, I have no clue how Bruce will ever be able to keep his identity a secret. Half the city will know that he ran around Gotham in a weird mask during his teen years. There's no way no one will figure out he's Batman. Also, the suit Alfred wears in the end is goals, and I need to ask him where he got it. I feel like it's one of those things where they're like, 10 years down the road, they're like, you remember Bruce Wayne used to like dick around in a mask? You think he's Batman? And they're like, no, No. man, you're so dumb. He's Batman. Oswald. Oh, my gosh. We didn't get much of Oswald this episode, but I need to point out how much I love the line where he's like, people tend to hold grudges against people who kill their significant other. He's obviously speaking from experience. Yeah. He and Barbara should bond over the fact that they both thought killing their loved one's date mate would heighten their own chances of getting some. Yeah, that's true. Oh, here it is. Victor Zaz, that gun equals new OTP. That's true. That's true. That that's, was so nice. And that's all that needs to be said there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tabitha and Celine. Selena. <laughs> I can't deny that I admire the show for a little outright acknowledging that the amount of cut off hands is spiraling out of control. <laughs> <laughs> it is. The too whole, many. The whole, oh, I'm going to cut your hand off as well thing is really unnecessary, though. The only thing of value that came out of that scene was Selena's nope face, which gives me life. <laughs> I feel like Selena's like, I'm. how am I not the adult in the room? I know, right? (laughs) Uh, Ivy. Ivy got herself some poison. It's a weird take on her origin story, but I'm excited about what will happen to care much about that. I'm a little annoyed that the show made me scream, oh my God, sirens, when Ivy walked in on Tabitha slash Selena slash Babs talk. Hashtag same. Just to crush my hope immediately afterwards. But I guess it's only a matter of time now the four of them will team up. Yeah, because Ivy's now going to, I'm assuming, going to come back, prove herself to be, like, tough and shit, and be part of the team. Uh, She says, speaking of time, I hope my feedback is still in time for your recording. Yeah. I seem to have been a little late last week. The new release schedule doesn't mix well with my real-life duties. Oh. Uh, Honey, don't worry about it. Yeah, you can always be pre-back. It's fine. We will read it. We will discuss it and pre back. Don't don't worry about it. You yeah. you get feedback to Don't like kill yourself can. trying it's, to get it in fine. a certain time. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, I think I had the same conversation with uh one of, Kim, one of our other listeners. Cool. I was cool. like, it's fine. We will we will get you in there. Don't worry. Uh so this is Gina. Okay. Yay. Uh hiya ladies. So maybe it's my standards that it's low. Or maybe it was the fruity rum drink I had during my viewing this week. Both. But Gotham put out another okay episode. Two in a row? Don't toy with me, Gotham. You have the seeds for a good season. I know! I'm cautiously optimistic. I don't know why anyone in Gotham would want to be a cop considering all the shit that happens. I mean, that's true. I understand not wanting to get spit on or shot at, but that's kind of the downside to being a cop anywhere. If you didn't want to risk your life, then maybe get an office job or move out of Gotham. See, that's me. Like, I know I would not do well with that job, so I didn't sign up for it. Good point. Uh, That's why I didn't become a nurse. There you go. You almost want to feel bad for Jim this week since no one, not even Harvey, goes with him to break up the mess in Arkham. I know the guards left, but aren't aren't there still nurses and doctors, just random non-crazy folks that the GCPD should want to save? You would think. Apparently, there is the warden. 
and all and the inmates. It. And that's it. Yeah. Uh, no wonder no one trusts them. They sort of suck. I know, a right? Lot. The whole point of being a cop is stopping crime, and they all, even Jim, suck at it. Yep. Maybe that's why the folks don't trust you people. Even Oswald points out that he's doing a better job with crime control in three months than the GCPD has done four years we've seen him in action. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm not surprised that Lee was Jim's biggest fear. It was a little too predictable and kind of a waste since considering their, where they could have gone with it. Yeah. I think it would have been a nice twist of seeing Barb dead was Jim's fear. After mm. all, look back at season one Barb, who was kind of meek and timid and wanted Jim to be a good cop. They must yeah. have loved each other since they were also engaged. You would think. Yeah. She tried to support him and it became too much for her and it drove her into the arms of a serial killer who kidnapped her and pushed her into a state of never-ending crazy. Yeah. Shouldn't Jim feel some sort of guilt of that? Mm, you, you would think. think. Yeah. Plus, it was Barb that Jim saw in his drugged-out state last season. We only saw a glimpse of Lee. Let's face it. Jim should be with anyone. It Should he need to be with anyone? needs to be Barb because Batgirl. Right? Yeah. I've been saying it for years. Yep. Johnny is still holding on to that. But, I mean, how else are we going to get Barbara Gordon? Speaking of Barb. Oh, I don't know where that voice came from. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> the lady looks good for being MIA for three months. She also clearly found a shit ton of money in a hole and decided to open a Walmart for Gotham criminals. Well played, Barb. I'm not surprised she went to Tabby to try and patch things up, and I'm glad Tabby is a bit salty about it. I don't know which is scarier, though, over-the-top crazy Barb or the new quiet and reserved Barb. You knew what getting in, you knew what getting in with over-the-top crazy would mean. This new Barb, well, they always do say watch out for the quiet ones. That's true. Alfred is not happy this week and shows his displeasure by savagely cutting bread. <laughs> the bread didn't do anything to you. It Be was, nice to the bread. It was so angry and passive-aggressive. Oh. He does have a point about Bruce running around without proper protection on, but Alfred is the one that let him take up nightly gang busting without giving him a bulletproof vest. So who is really at fault here? I mean, that's true. Thankfully, Lucius comes in with some random Wayne Enterprise tech. <laughs> Seriously, how did he get that? He hasn't worked there for over a year now. Was it just collecting dust in his basement? Now Bruce looks like a mini daredevil running around the rooftops of Gotham. And I feel like oh, nobody, like, yeah. I feel like, Wayne Inter Wayne Enterprises is so fucked up that like nobody deactivated his, his key codes. card, yeah, and so he yeah. just like beep boop in and he just took shit and but left. But also seamstress. Yes, yes. Uh, we can all assume that Ivy drinking random Chinese potions is how she got her plant lady powers after this week. She's being treated like crap by Oswald. She goes to Tabby and Selena. She gets no backup from them, so she does what any dumb teen would do and decides that drugs are the solution. That CGI of her face looked really bad, though. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing where she goes now. Yeah. Parting thoughts. Victor Zaz is a national treasure, and I heart him. Yes. Does yes, the Gotham press just follow Oswald around, or does Oswald just call them to hold press conferences whenever he feels the need? I feel like each of the publications now has somebody on the Penguin beat. Yeah. And they're just like, just follow him around. Yeah. The stories will happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ed is still on ice. I'm wondering if it's Ivy who frees him now just to get back at Oswald. Ooh, I like that idea. And you need to put this in your text note. Okay, I'm going on. to say we have maybe two more episodes of Frozen Ed. Okay, so that would be four. Episode, episode four? Or the beginning of five. I'd give it to her either four or five. Okay. Because it's going to be two more episodes of Frozen Ed and then boom, no Frozen Ed. Okay. Noted. Okay. Got it. 
the second Harvey mentioned Falcone, I started telling my TV no. <laughs> and then Jim got that look on his face, and I muttered, damn it, Jim is going to do the dumbest thing now. Of yep, course he is. Jim is going to the mob again. Learning never occurs. I know. Jim's always like, what if we went to the mob? And Harvey's like, you've done that six times already, and it worked out poorly each time. And Jim's like, yeah, but no, but what if we did that this time? And Harvey's like, all right, fine. So that was Gina. Uh, this is Greg. Okay. Uh, who apparently got his weeks mixed up. He thought Gotham wasn't starting until a week later, but they did um, move the date back. Yeah, they did. They did. Somewhere over the summer, they moved the date back. So he must, he must have missed that. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Is it? Yes, it's fine. Why am I talking to myself? <laughs> I don't know. So uh, this is Greg. He faced his fears. Really? Is that all it takes to stop hallucinating and pass a powerful toxin through your system? Is face your fucking fears? It's cheap-ass bailouts like that that makes me want to smack the entire Gotham's writer's room. That's true. And no one, absolutely no one is shocked that Leslie was a significant point in his greatest fear. I am shocked, however, that Barbara had nothing to do with his greatest fears. There it is again. Yeah. I think a lot of people were thinking, ha-ha, it's Barb. But not shocked again that the writers missed an opportunity to do something cool and interesting concerning Jim. Yeah. Speaking of Stabby Babs, she's back <gasps> Yay! with the see look I'm not crazy wig, I mean haircut. I'm not the only one who thought it looked like a wig. Yeah. And she's even more interesting. How did she survive? Where did she get that place? And that arsenal, is she crazier than ever or did near death by electrocution mellow her out a touch? Can we talk about what I would consider maybe spoilery stuff at the end let, of this? Let me finish. Okay. Is she really remorseful? Yes. Is she really remorseful about what she did to Tabitha and Butch? Is she going to succeed in getting the Gotham City sirens in play? Why? Oh my gosh, all these questions. Are the writers going to botch the suspense Seven. Uh, of this up for us? Um, how did she survive? Um, electrocution doesn't always kill you. Where did she get that place? Uh, Monopoly. That arsenal? Mm, I don't know. Question mark, question mark. Question, is she crazy than ever or did near-death electrocution mellow her out of touch? No, I think she's crazy. She's just crazy. Is she really remorseful about what she did to Tabitha and Butch? You say yes, I say no. I think, okay, I think this version of Barb believes that, but I think she's been brainwashed. Is she going to succeed in getting the Gotham City sirens in place? Maybe not Barb, but it's still going to happen. Yeah. Are the writers going to botch up the suspensive? Yes. Probably, yes. Most Probably. Uh, speaking of Tabitha and Butch, are we supposed to believe she was in love with Butch? She had a feeling. Just the one. But I don't know that that's not all Tabitha's capable of having. So it was like, you had all my feelings. Tabitha was just one. Yeah, but you had all of them. She had the one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know Tabby is half a sexy psychopath, but getting... But between her getting her hand chopped off and now, she never showed any signs of even... A twisted affection for him. I don't know. In that scene where she got her hand cut off, there was a twinge. Yeah, and see, I think that's my big problem with her being all butthurt over what happened with Butch is I don't think there was enough of no. genuine emotion. I agree. I didn't buy it. Yeah. Uh, they were more like work partners in a buddy cop show at best. Now she's ready to chop off the hand of a woman we know she was into to avenge him. Can they yeah. make her emotions consistent for the sake of a cohesive storytelling no, probably not. Probably not, but that would be nice. Uh, Ivy, oh, sweet, childish Ivy. Even a young teenager knows what you did was stupid. You're going to mess up that pretty face to make a bad point, but, well, you have the patience of a teenager. Good luck with that. Yeah. you know She did a dumb. <laughs> you know what's funny? They've taken the story of damn near every character on the show way left of what every memorable version of Batman has told us about these people. 
But in the case of any storyline involving one Lucius Fox, the writers just go, fuck thinking about this. Let's just rip off the Christopher Nolan slash Morgan Freeman version. <laughs> done and done. Somebody had to be consistent. Right. Uh, the Bruce Wayne slash Batman storyline seems rushed. I'm not saying I'm against what they're doing, but it feels like the writers and producers don't think that they'll get another season. Yeah. That is that is the rumor. That is what it feels um, like. Bruce is coming along pretty fast. I thought him falling through the glass and taking off his mask in episode one was sloppy and stupid, but I thought the lie he told Gordon, how he was on the rooftops looking for Selena, was good, believable, logical. Yeah, it's something dumb that Bruce would do. I guess the biggest problem I have with it is not so much Bruce, because if I was his age, with his resources, his training, his baggage, I'd think I was ready to be a vigilante too. My problem is how with how okay Alfred and Lucius seem to be already with this teenager running around Gotham City of all places, all willy-nilly jumping off rooftop fighting muggers. Yeah. On the upside though, he is almost the knight. Uh, She's really close to being the knight. Tabitha and Selina working. I like seeing the cat under the huntress's tutelage and Jessica Lucas with actual lines to say and more screen time. Yeah. She's not hard to look at. Again, already her character is more not as developed as, as I would like, but it's more developed more than developed it has been. More developed than it has been, yeah. Uh, Harvey and Jim working. Harvey and Jim together also working. The dynamic is more interesting to me. On one hand, Gordon is absolutely right. Justice Boner or not, you cannot hand the city over to Penguin. Criminals cannot be who the city looks to as saviors. However, Bullock is right in that we need to win the war as opposed to a single battle, and that will take compromise. Yeah. They're going to have to let Oswald think he's winning for a bit so they can really come out on top. I guess I feel a lot like Gordon, though. Even though there has been more than enough evidence that the majority of the GCPD is compromised, a bunch of cowards and would-be criminals, you think, damn. Did any of you believe you would have to earn that paycheck lawfully and actually be cops? Wouldn't it have just been easier for them to just join Falcone or Maroney or Fish or Penguin from the start? I mean, at this point, yeah. You, that's what, and that's what feels so wrong to me. I do have to point out, though, that the majority of the GCPD was on the Falcone payroll in season one. True. Just going to say. And by extension, Fish, because she was part of Falcone's right? organization. So, I mean. That is a true statement. That's just a thing. I'm just going to put that out there. Yeah. So, uh, and finally. <laughs> From Kim. Um, she says, I watched this week's Gotham and it continued to show the tradition of one step forward, two steps back. Last week was actually good with minimal Jim Gordon. This week they went back to shoving him down our throats again, <laughs> made things worse by giving us the equally awful Lee. More yeah. Lucius, Alfred, and Harvey, please. Seriously, though. Um, the pre-bat suit looks ridiculous. It's on par with the suit <laughs> for the movie version of The Flash. At this point, I'm only watching this for your podcast. Oh. Which is, that's so sweet, honey. Um, so, yeah, that's our, that's our feedback. Okay, can we get to the kind of spoilery stuff? Okay, so um, if you don't want to hear the spoilery stuff, even though I think we discussed it in our preview cast. I think we did. Um, we'll see you next week. I mean, week. because it's and been, it's been released, and, but like. Yeah, we'll, we'll try and be on time next week. Promise yeah. on Sunday. So, thanks for listening. So, Yeah. About Barb. Jesus, it's clearly she's funded by Rachel Gould. There was an interview with Aaron that was released pre-episode one yeah. that states she's with Rajah Gould. And who do we know who brainwashes people into kind of automatons? Okay, but see, I'm... Rachel Gould. Okay, but see, I'm afraid you're, you're putting that into plot because you saw it happen with Bruce Wayne and Rajah Gould. Yeah. So you're inserting that into the plot line without evidence. You think Gotham's going to be original? You think Gotham's going to be consistent? Uh, that's true. 
Ooh, original versus consistent. Hmm. Hmm. So, so you don't think she's brainwashed? I'm not convinced. Okay, you I'm haven't not been. She's not. You haven't been shown I enough s- evidence. I see no evidence at this okay. point. All I saw was her being electrocuted, and that in and of itself could cause its own amnesia problems. Okay, <laughs> but I'm not denying it. Okay, we I, just have I, seen no evidence. I am calling full on brainwashing. Okay, because I want to. It's fine. Um, but yeah, it's she's totally the money and everything is coming from. Yeah, is Roger. Yeah, too. clearly. Uh, and he, the, he wants to fuck things up, and I'm like ready for him to League of Assassins, so. League of Assassins, League of Shadows, whatever you want to call it. Yep. So ninjas. Okay. So yeah. Uh, anything else? That's all. All right. Thank you for listening, guys. Thanks.